You know, something very special happens whenever my family gathers around the family table. It's always a very special time because we're forever asking as we're sitting around the table, do you remember when? We're always going back and recalling some very special memory, reliving some special experience, remembering something that is special in our family. And so we love to gather all of our family around the table and have that kind of experience. Well, in Luke chapter 22, Jesus gathered with his disciples in the upper room around a Passover table. And Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me. This table that we gather around this morning calls us to remember. It literally asks us the question, do you remember when? It calls us to remember a hill called Golgotha. The cosmic battle between good and evil, God and Satan. It calls us to remember the high cost of our salvation. Even though it's free to us, it costs Christ dearly. His very life's blood and His body. This table is a call to stop in the midst of our chaotic world, in the midst of our crazy schedules and the press of all kinds of things out there that, that would distract us and divert our attention. And it asks us, do you remember when? I want you to do something with me this morning for just a moment. I want you to close your eyes. Just close your eyes with me for a moment and reflect and remember in your mind's eye right now, can you see the glittering torches in the Garden of Gethsemane? Can you hear Peter as he draws his sword from its sheath? Can you hear the betraying kiss of Judas? The jingling of those 30 pieces of silver? Can you hear the angry crowds as they cried, Crucify him? How about the quiet drip of water in Pontius Pilate's basin? as he washes 
his hands. Can you hear the crack of the whip as it tears the flesh from Jesus' back? Or the thud of the hammer as it drives the nails into Jesus' hands and feet? Now as you look back up here for a moment, these elements, these symbols that we're going to hold in our hands in just a few moments represent Christ, this bread, His broken body, this cup, His shed blood. And they cry out to us this morning, remember, remember. Would you pray with me? Heavenly Father, in these moments when we come to gather around this table, I pray that you would help us to Remember. Remember that you loved this world so much that you gave your one and only Son that whoever would believe in Him would not perish but have everlasting life. I pray we would prepare our hearts for what we're going to share in today, this communion, this coming together as brothers and sisters in Christ, drawn to one another and drawn to you by these symbols of the sacrifice of your Son and our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Help us, Lord, this morning to remember is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.
from his hand, his hands to gather around this table this morning, we do so not only to remember, but we also do so to worship. In Luke chapter 24, 
following Jesus' resurrection, we read the story of two disciples who were walking on the road to Emmaus from Jerusalem, a journey of about seven miles. And as they were leaving Jerusalem and making their way toward Emmaus, they were joined in that journey by the risen Christ. But they didn't know it was Jesus. They didn't recognize Him. In fact, Scriptures tell us that their eyes were prevented from seeing Jesus and knowing who He was. And they began to talk about all of the things that had taken place in Jerusalem. And that conversation as they walked went on into the evening. And as they got to the place where these two disciples were staying, they realized it was late and they asked Jesus to stay with them and share an evening meal with them, to sit around the table with them. All this time, they didn't know it was Jesus. Do you remember what happened that caused them to recognize that it was Jesus? Verse 30 of Luke chapter 24 tells us that they were seated around the table and that Jesus broke bread and He gave it to them. It's amazing. Scripture says in that very moment, their eyes were opened and they recognized that it was the risen Christ. And in that moment, it says Jesus vanished from them. But those disciples said, oh, did our hearts not burn when we walked along the journey with him, when we talked about all the things that took place in Jerusalem, and when he opened the scriptures to us, and when he broke that bread with us. And it says in that very moment, they left and they returned back to Jerusalem to tell the disciples, the Lord is risen Indeed, and there was an attitude of celebration and worship. When we come to this table this morning, these things, this bread and this cup, they, they're meant to open our eyes to the fact that Christ is present with us right now. In a special way. And we worship Him. Although we do not believe, as some do, that this bread and this cup actually become the literal body and blood of Christ, we do need to understand that when we gather around this table, when we share in these things, Christ is indeed present with us in a very special way. And as we come now and get ready to share together in this meal, and in just a moment as we take this bread which symbolizes His broken body, this bread made from wheat that was ground in a mill, baked in a fire. We remember that it represents our Lord's body that was broken and bruised and pierced 
for you and me. And we should worship Him this morning. So I ask you now to prepare your hearts to receive this bread which symbolizes His body. Deacons would come.
symbolizes the broken body of our Lord Jesus. Can you feel the softness? It's almost like flesh. It was broken and bruised for you. And on that night when Jesus was to be betrayed, He took that bread around the table with his disciples and the scripture says that he broke it and he gave it to his disciples and he said as often as you eat this bread remember take and eat all of you Heavenly Father, how we thank You for this sacrifice, for what it means, the forgiveness of our sin, the restoration of our broken relationship with You, eternal life. We remember we worship in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, as we gather around this table, it is a time to remember. And it is a time to worship. But it is also a time to give thanks. And I pray you come this morning with a thankful and a grateful heart. In Matthew's account of the Last Supper, we read that as Jesus sat around the table with His disciples, He took the cup and after giving Thanks. He shared it with his disciples and he said, This is my blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for the forgiveness of sin of many. You see, on that night when Jesus, at least from a human perspective, had every reason to be focused on himself, had every reason to be concerned and stressed and burdened about what was to happen. He knew his own death was mere hours away. He took time to sit down around a table with his disciples 
and give thanks. Today as we come, we give thanks. How could we not give thanks for what God has done for us through Christ who paid a debt He did not owe, a debt we owed but could not pay. And Jesus willingly laid down His life for us. You know, in the Old Testament, worship centered around an unblemished lamb that was sacrificed. In the New Testament, John the Baptist, pointing to Jesus, said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. We're the recipients of that, aren't we? We've been blessed by that reality, haven't we? And so today we gather, not just to remember, and not just to worship, but to give thanks to the one who loved us and who gave himself for us. In just a moment, we're going to share in this cup made of grapes that have been crushed in the press, representing the very life of our Lord Jesus that was poured out for us. As we receive this cup this morning, would you do so with a heart full of gratitude as you prepare your hearts to receive it now? Woo! Mm-hmm. 
So on that night as Jesus sat at table with his disciples, he took the cup and he poured it out. And he said to those disciples, and he says to you and to me, as often as we drink of this cup, we remember, take and drink. All of you. Heavenly Father, we thank you for what this cup represents.
The self-emptying of our Lord Jesus. The pouring out of Himself, His life's blood for us. Thank you for that sacrifice. Thank you that because of what Jesus did, we can gather here today forgiven, redeemed, bought back, restored in our relationship with you. Certain of our eternal destiny in heaven. Well, Father, how we thank you today for who you are and for what you have done. And we ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. we have gathered around this table this morning we have remembered we have remembered what happened so long ago when Jesus stretched out his arms and he died in our place and he said I love you so much that I will give all that I am and all that I have so that you might be saved. We remember that. We worship because we recognize we're not just celebrating a past event. We're celebrating the fact that this Savior who loved us so much lives today and is present with us here as we gather And so we worship. And we give thanks out of the depths of our hearts for all that Christ is and all that He has done for us. But you know, remembering and worshiping and giving thanks as important as those things are, and they are critically important, are not even the most important things we need to do this morning. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 15, the Apostle Paul writes these words and he says, And Christ died for all, that those who live, you and me, should no longer live for ourselves, but for Him who died and was raised again. For Him who loved us and who gave Himself for us. And Paul said in Galatians 2.20, Now I've been crucified with Christ, so I, I no longer have a life to live. I no longer live. Instead, Christ lives in me so that the life I now live, I live day by day in a faith pursuit of Christ 
who loved me and gave himself for me. Yes, we remember. Yes, we worship. Yes, we give thanks. But the greatest thing we can do this morning is to leave this place more committed than we have ever been before to live not for ourselves, but for Christ who died and was raised again, for Christ who loved us and gave Himself for us. And so this morning, we would do great injustice to this time if we do not take a moment of reflection and commitment. So I want to ask you right now, in the quietness of this moment, to spend some time with the Lord and ask Him, Father, what would you have me do now in response to what you have done for me? And if you should be here this morning and you know in your heart of hearts you have never had a true life-changing experience with this Christ who died for you, but who has now been raised again, that He might live in you, that that same resurrection power that lifted Jesus up out of the grave would take up residence in your life, that you could begin to live in the victory and the power and the purpose for which God created you. Then I wonder this morning if on this Palm Sunday, as we anticipate Easter and the celebration of the resurrection, if you would just come this morning and make that decision that Christ wants you to make, either for the very first time to give your heart and your life to Him as Lord and Savior, to confess your sin, to come to the foot of the cross, to receive His forgiveness, to receive His gift of eternal life, or if you've already done that, to simply say, out of a heart that remembers, out of a heart that worships, out of a heart that gives thanks this morning, Lord, I will no longer live for myself. I will live every moment of every day, every decision that I make, every path I walk, to live not for myself, but for you. I want to invite you to join me in standing, if you would please. We're going to sing together. And as we do, this is your opportunity, if God speaks to your heart, for you to come right now. This altar's open. I'm here to pray with you. As God speaks, you come right now. I have decided to follow
got some time this morning. Your time to respond to what God has done for you in Christ. As we continue to reflect, as we continue to sing, God speaks to your heart, come on. Its altars are open. I can pray with you. Bring somebody with you to pray with you. Use this time to do business with God as we continue this morning. Oh, to Jesus I surrender all to Him I freely give. I will ever love and trust Him in His presence daily. Would you pray with me this morning? Heavenly Father, 
for all that you are and for all that you've done. We thank you. For all that you are and all that you have done, we worship you. For all that you are and all that you have done, Heavenly Father, through your Son, Jesus Christ, today we remember. And I pray as we leave, we leave as a people who live not for ourselves, but for Christ. As we leave to be a people on mission with you is our prayer in the strong name of Jesus. And all God's people said, amen. God bless you. Have a great rest of the day. Thank you.